0: news kids i'm rose and i'm zara and together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today each week we cover top stories across world news politics science technology entertainment and arts This week we will be discussing Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the US election, the latest news on the coronavirus pandemic, the NASA moon mission, Gratitude Day and beached whales in Australia. Hi, it's Rose here. Our first story this week is about a lady called Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who sadly died this week at the age of 87 years old. She was a very important lawyer and became the second woman to ever join the US Supreme Court, which is the highest legal court in America, and typically hears the most important and complicated legal cases. She was appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States in 1993 by President Bader Bill Clinton, and for 25 years never missed a day of work. Although Ruth Bader Ginsburg graduated first in her classes at university, she was turned down for numerous jobs after graduation because she was a woman. This gender inequality sparked her pioneering activity fighting against gender discrimination, not just for the women left behind, but for the men who were discriminated against as well. She made several very famous comments about gender equality, including women belong in all places where decisions are being made. It shouldn't just be that women are the exception. Just the day before she died, she was awarded the Liberty Medal in America for her efforts to advance liberty and equality for all. She really sounds like an amazing person, doesn't she Zara? Do you remember last year we reviewed the book about Lady Hale, President of the Supreme Court in the UK? It was
1: really interesting to find out more about what they do. Yes, it really was. I loved Lady Hale's book and reading about women's equality and how women should have the same rights as men. It was reported that shortly before she died,
0: Ruth Bader Ginsburg dictated a statement to her granddaughter saying, My most fervent wish is that I will not be Replaced until a new president is installed. Referring to the upcoming US elections. Zara, can you give us the latest update on what's happening with the elections?
1: Of course, Reds. Now, I found it very interesting learning about this, as I really didn't know very much about it. So, every four years, people in the US vote for who they want to be their president, the person who makes all the important decisions about how the US is run. The next US election will be this November. There are two main political parties in the US, the Republicans and the Democrats, and each party has to first pick who they want to run for president. The political parties first have to choose who they want to be their candidate by holding primaries in each state. In a primary, people vote for delegates who are supporting the person they want to run for the president and if a candidate wins a state, they get all the state's delegates. The person from each party with the most delegates becomes the candidate for the party. So for this election, the primaries were held early in the year whilst we were on summer break and this year the Republicans' party candidate for the presidency is the current US President Donald Trump and the Democrats' party candidate it is Joe Biden, who served as Barack Obama's deputy from 2009 to 2017. Both candidates are busy campaigning at the moment. This week, Prince Harry, who, as you all know, moved to the US earlier this year, did a television broadcast and urged US citizens to reject hate speech, misinformation and online negativity, and vote in the upcoming presidential election. Some people have interpreted Prince Harry's Remarks as aimed at President Trump's administration, which is often accused of the things that Prince Harry has called on people to reject. But a spokesman for Prince Harry and his wife said that the comments did not refer to any specific political party or candidate. They were a call for decency. Members of the royal family in the UK traditionally do not vote, and Prince Harry is not a citizen in the US in any event, so he cannot vote. Royals also traditionally say politically neutral and a spokesman from Buckingham Palace so that they would not comment as Prince Harry is not a working member of the royal family, and so any comments he makes are made in his personal capacity. Voting for the next US president is on the 3rd of November. I can't wait to find out the result, and we will definitely be keeping you up to date here on News Kids. Hi, it's Rose here again
0: with the latest news on the coronavirus pandemic. It's been another bad week for coronavirus news as rising case numbers around the world point to a material second wave. Many countries are very worried about this, particularly those where it will soon be winter as the changing weather might mean people are more likely to catch illnesses and might find it harder to recover. In the UK, rapidly rising numbers of positive cases have prompted the governments to increase restrictions in an attempt to reduce the spread of the virus. We reported last week that household gatherings have been limited to six people only, In addition, it was announced this week that pubs and restaurants would close at 10 p.m. and that fines would increase for people who don't wear face masks or who breach the rules. The government has also changed its mind about whether people should get back to the office, which she said last month, and have now said people should work from home if you can. At the moment... Schools and businesses remain open, but the government has not ruled out a second national lockdown and has said the new restrictions could last for six months. Gosh, it all sounds so very worrying Zara. And just when it felt like everything was getting better.
1: Even here in the UAE cases are rising and we've had a lot more cases. Sometimes we've even had more than a thousand a day. Still it is less than many other places and the good thing is that the rules do not keep changing. However we do not know where this is going to go. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. I thought that we'd only have to deal with this for two weeks and the pandemic has lasted for about six months so let's hope that everyone's still so safe and the coronavirus pandemic will soon end. Hello this is Zara again. This week the US space agency NASA set out its plans to return to the moon by 2024 is planning to send a man and a woman to the lunar surface in the first landing of humans since 1972. Astronauts will travel in a capsule called Orion that will launch on a powerful rocket. Now if this plan goes ahead, the woman chosen for this mission would be the first woman on the moon. Now we do not know yet who this might be. NASA Administrator Jim Britterstein told CNN in an interview last summer that the first woman astronaut to walk on the moon in 2024 would be someone who has been proven, somebody who has flown, somebody who has been on the International Space Station already. He also said that it would also be someone already in the astronaut corps. At the time he was interviewed, there were 12 active women astronauts and they have now been joined with an additional five NASA astronauts who have now graduated from training. Mr. Bridenstine said that he thought it was important to start identifying the team that will travel at least two years prior to the first mission. However, the plan does still all depend on the US government providing NASA with an additional $3.2 billion to build a landing system. i I really hope it all
2: goes ahead i can't wait to see a woman land on the moon hello this is isa did you know that on the 21st of september it was world gratitude day this is a day that is celebrated every year with the aim of bringing the whole world together in a day that is all about being thankful the celebration of world gratitude day began in hawaii In 1965, when an international gathering decided that it would be a good idea to have one day a year to formally express gratitude and appreciation for the wonderful things found in the world. After the meeting in Hawaii, many people who had attended the meeting marked Gratitude Day on the 21st of September 1966. When they were back in their own countries... Ever since then, people have been celebrating it across the world. The hope of the founders of Gratitude Day is that by taking time one day a year to reflect on the amazing things that we have in our lives, it would have a huge impact on our well-being. And make us happier people. So much of the news is bad these days, especially when we are in the middle of a pandemic. that I loved learning that there is a day that we can all focus on things to be thankful for. And I am an optimist, anyway, so I absolutely love this idea. There are so many things that you could be thankful for: for the nature around you, your pets. The food on your table. The list is endless. So let's take a moment to see what the news kids are thankful for. I'll start. I am thankful for all the food on the table for dinner, breakfast and lunch. I'm also thankful for my amazing parents and how I go to such a nice school. So, news kids, what are you all thankful for? Why don't you start, Zara?
1: I'm thankful for my family, my friends, my books my netball and my house. In fact, there are so many things that I'm thankful for, I can't even list them all down. What about you, Rose?
0: I am grateful for my friends, family and my
3: instruments and my school. Laurie, what about you? I am grateful for my friends and family and what I've got around me. Hi, it's Laurie here, with some sad news about a number of whales who have died in Australia. Since Monday, hundreds of long-finned pilot whales have been found at Beats, which means stuck on the sand, on the west coast of Tasmania, an island off the coast of Australia. A team of about 60 people have used slings and other equipment to help pull the surviving whales off the sandbank so they are fully immersed in water and were able to save around 50 this way. But unfortunately the majority, around 380, could not be rescued and died. Nobody fully understands why the whales become stranded, And although it is quite common for them to become beach, this is the largest stranding on record in Australia. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.